0: That movie sucked. I kind of liked it.
1: Movie night crew network.
0: First, think of the person who lives in disguise, who deals in secrets and tells not but lies. Next, tell me what's always the last thing to mend, the middle of middle and end of the end. And finally, give me the sound often heard during the search for a hard-to-find word. Now string them together and answer me this, Which creature would you be unwilling to kiss? What's up, potheads? Welcome to the Restricted Section, a show in which a bunch of nerds with potty mouths reread the Harry Potter series for the umpteenth time and discuss the way that the story and its themes have stayed with a generation into adulthood. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't done the reading, don't worry, we did it for you. Here's what we're talking about today. Chapter 31, The Third Task. It is the third task. Um, Harry's been practicing a lot, so he's feeling pretty good about it. Harry and Cedric enter the maze together first, as they're in first place. Harry meets some obstacles in the maze, but not as many as he'd expected. The Triwizard Cup is in sight, and Cedric is set to reach it first when they're attacked by a giant spider. After they defeat the spider, they have a most noble argument over who gets the cup, and in the end they decide to share the glory in the name of Hogwarts. They grasp the cup and get whisked away, leaving the maze the same way they entered it together. And before you listen, um, I know that our audio quality has not been exactly what I would call like consistent over the years. For those of you who have been with us since the beginning, you know what I'm talking about, but this episode is not quite as excellent as I like our episodes to be. Um, there was some uh, rogue vacuuming happening and um i perhaps did something irrevocably weird to my audio files so i had to use my zoom files so sorry about that it's definitely not too bad and we will be back on our bullshit next week with that regular mediocre audio so thank you so much for your patience love you kisses Welcome to the restricted section where we have all kinds of sexy monsters for your pleasure. I'm your host, Christina. I'm not even scared in this maze right now because I have my sexy puff friend, Leela here with me. Say hello to the listeners, Leela. Hello, listeners. And I am so freaking excited because our special guest today is a returning guest and good, good friend of the pod, Adele. Say hello to the listeners, Adele. Hello, listeners. Um, I just realized that last week's guest was Adele, and this week's guest is Adele. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So don't I get them it. confused. They are different people.
1: <laughs> We're actually not.
0: I also <laughs> am on favorite or at all. If Adele sounds familiar to you, that's probably because she was also on the podcast for Prisoner of Azkaban Chapter 9, Part 1, Grim Defeat many, many moons ago. So we are so glad to have you back. How have you been in the past bu- 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 bu amount of time since we saw you last? Yeah, I think it's been a little over a year, which is kind of crazy.
1: It is. A year of craziness. I mo- I graduated from my undergrad. Yes. Yeah. And then I moved to Vancouver and started my grad degree. Yes. And yeah, I'm trying to think of some exciting things I've done. That's all right. You don't have yeah, to. Yeah, those, those those are pretty those exciting are, things. Yeah, yeah, um, I guess yeah. This is like a, a hello from the West Coast. Yeah. yeah, I see you guys are both like partaking in beverages. It's fully
0: not even five yet here. So <laughs> I have neglected. It is a Wednesday, and I I was I mean like no judgment, but like I sometimes I'm like, what's up, dude? I I was driving down the street, and I saw some guy walk. We have like this little walk up taco stand near my house, and he was just like right at noon. He was just like a beer almost in the sidewalk outside the taco stand, and I was like, what are we doing? We've gone too far. <laughs> He's on a
1: journey. He was probably, yeah,
0: I I want to know where where he was coming from yes, and where he was going. Exactly. Like, no mm-hmm. judgment. I'm sure that it's perfectly, I, like, I've, of course, I've had a lunchtime beer before, but like, I just need to know the story. Yeah. I would love to know his story. I would love to someday sample that taco stand because I've never been there before.
2: Yeah. The lines <laughs> are always like very long.
0: Or do they seem long because they don't have an inside? They only have an outside.
2: That could be it as well.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Cool. So we are here today to talk about. A talk about. <laughs> ah! Good one. A- yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember that, like, video that was viral maybe, like, 10 fucking years ago where this guy recorded his drunk wife, talk, make, like, saying this elaborate joke about, like, nachos and tacos, and then he, like, illustrated it.
1: And then the other Chip was like, come on, let's just talk about it. <laughs> and then the other Chip was like,
2: no, I'm nacho machine <laughs> I feel like I've seen what you're talking about before. No. Okay. I, it's
0: like the cutest thing I've ever seen. I will put it in the show notes. Um. <laughs> that sounds like something I would do when drunk. <laughs> yes. Yep. I love people who love their drunk spouses. <laughs> Someone who is often the drunk spouse. But we're here to talk about chapter 31 of Goblet of Fire, the third task, a.k.a. the last fun chapter in this book before everything gets ruined. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's kind of like this is the the pinnacle moment
0: before... Everything changes and it's like Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I was screaming as I as I finished reading this yeah. chapter today. I, I was just in my room by myself, just like fuck fuck, fuck! <laughs>
1: especially
2: that like fuck! the way it ends too. I don't know. I know just I know. Ah, so many feelings. This chapter <laughs> and the next chapter in my head, like when I think about this book, uh I I think of them as the same chapter. Because yeah. I think they're both so memorable. Like when I think of like, what's the most memorable thing that probably stuck in my head as a kid from Goblet of Fire, obviously the last chapter, but like, I think it was this too, because all of the, like the near death experiences that happen in here and like the cool magic. Well, we'll get into it. Let's get into yeah. it. I forgot
1: about some of those experiences yeah. too, though.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I have
1: such a movie memory.
2: Exactly. The movie
0: just totally doesn't do anything with this chapter. Yeah. But yeah, so this, this chapter starts with Harry, Ron and Hermione chipped, chit-chatting about the whole last chapter which was like um a very cool way to deliver some exposition okay but they're like what's up with that and then we get a little like it's june now montage yay they're like training harry up for the third task quote tired of walking in on harry hermione and ron all over the school unquote mcgonagall gives them permission to use her classroom because she's a real one She's amazing. She is a real one. But, like, I don't know, man. They should just have better study spaces. Brooke brought this up recently (laughs) that, like, Hogwarts doesn't have, like, practical magic. Like a gymnasium. Yeah. Yeah. With, like, mats. They have to, like, sneak about.
1: Don't they do that in the empty charms classroom when Harry's practicing for the first task?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Or maybe that was even... I think that was even like, maybe like last chapter of the chapter before they were practicing for this task. Oh, true. Yeah. Because I re- I remember because because th- her- Ron's like, uh, maybe we should stop doing the stupefy charm because I keep missing the cushions. Oh, and Hermione's yeah, like, what it was. you dumb idiot. Why are you missing the cushions? Just fall straight. <laughs> just just fall <laughs>
1: properly. Ron, <laughs> God damn it! Wait, they could use the room of requ- requirement, but it's not. They don't know they about don't it know. yet
0: yeah we've only heard about it once we learned about it technically in this book because we got the story from dumbledore about the chamber pots which
1: i love (laughs) it which (laughs) was added for what reason (laughs) for why i
0: think i think it's just like to characterize dumbledore (laughs) like he's so fucking
2: weird i love (sighs) him not in any way practical but we've we've talked about the chamber pots It's fine Right, yes.
0: <laughs> Give me a flushing toilet any day, Louis. Just yes. one. So one day, when they're practicing or whatever, they see Malfoy out the window and he's like talking into a cupped hand. And they're like, that looks like, yeah, like a fucking walkie talkie or like a police radio. Um, but Hermione's like, that's impossible. Moving on. <laughs> Did it, any of yeah. you read Hogwarts A History? <laughs> <laughs> my um my guy friends in college used to have this really funny bit like a walkie-talkie bit where they would be sitting we'd all be sitting in a room like smoking weed watching a movie or whatever and they'd be like <sighs> and they would like do it back and forth and it was like always impossible to figure out if they were like actually saying something or if it was just nonsense and I wish I was better at it because they made me laugh a lot but I'm not <laughs> <laughs> So as Harry practices for the third task, he starts getting more confident. He was like, I actually feel pretty good about this. And that's how you know that it's not going to end well. No. <laughs>
1: well, to be fair, to be fair, if it was just the third task, he would. He, he does. A good job. Yeah, he'd be fine. He'd be good. And it's kind of cool to be like, we finally see him actually like really being good at Defense of the Dark Arts. Because, mm-hmm. like, we know, like, that's, like, his kind of his specialty, obviously. But for in the first three books, he kind of, like, got off because of, like, luck or circumstance. But, like, he's actually, like, honing right. his skills. He's, like, learning new spells. He's, like, actually good at them.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think that the only thing he's ever, besides the fucking Expelliarmus, I think he only has really done before now, like, the Patronus charm. Yeah. And, like... Out, that was out of necessity so that he wouldn't be fainting left and right. Yeah. Until <laughs> you may vividly remember that he faints a lot in that one because we played that drinking game and I got absolutely shit-faced.
1: Yes. When when we have the fourth movie, watch along with the Discord, which you can okay. join if you become a patron yeah. or patron. For as little as a
0: dollar a month. Yeah. In the show notes. Um, <laughs>
1: I will be once again playing the Harry Potter fall count drinking game. Take a shot every time yeah. he falls and i think since yep. there are three tasks like i think this i think the the shot count will be pretty high
0: yeah, we'll have to talk about, like, what makes a fall. Yeah. When he falls off his
2: broom onto the roof, is that a fall or does he have to hit the ground? We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, and also, like, must it be shots? Like, could we do it just as take a drink? Like, okay, a oh, beer, take a drink. Yeah, know? take a drink. I was like, take a
0: shot. You're actually not allowed to take shots every time he falls in my house, okay? Because I'm not trying to <laughs> yeah. do it. I <laughs>
1: yeah. We clocked in at, like, 11 or 12,
0: so... Uh. It was a lot, it was pretty serious. And yeah, actually, um, I literally already have it scheduled. I know it's a little ahead of time, but we are doing, um, we're scheduled to do our uh, Goblet of Fire watch along. Um, We do that on our Discord server. We're doing that Friday the 13th, May 13th. So you have um, about a month and a half to join up if you are interested in being part of that. It's super fun. Very chaotic. You know the drill. (laughs) So Harry wakes up the morning of the third task. and he's like, "I'm feeling pretty good, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong?"
1: <laughs> dun, dun,
0: well, just you wait and see, Harry. The mail brings another like god awful, read a fucking skeeter article called "Harry Potter Disturbed and Dangerous," which is like a very. I mean, let's like briefly talk about. Let's just talk about it. How. Deeply inappropriate it is to publish um, something publicly about a minor accusing mm. him of having like mental problems. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a little. It's a little weird. What is someone vacuuming? Yes, my super is literally vacuuming right now. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. I was confused though. I thought <laughs> I thought it was someone
0: scratching at my door. <laughs> You're like, do I have a cat? No, I, wish. I wish. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this article is talking about how harry regularly collapses at school which is not wrong yeah, and um but well. it's like inappropriate <laughs>
2: <laughs> and his scar pains him and like it's just like, i mean gaslighting him they're like does it even oh does it hurt harry oh is it yeah. real yeah. and they have like quotes and stuff from like boy. Well, Malfoy, and also
1: like a, like an unnamed like uh, guy who works in yeah. like
2: St. Mungo's. I there's think there's St. Mungo's,
1: and then there's also like a wizard's
2: law. Oh yeah, from the ministry. It says yeah. There's one that says he might even be pretending," said one specialist. That what specialist does that mean? in what?
1: Yeah. And if they don't want to be named, that means they're
0: first of all yeah they're
1: probably quacks or they're not real. <laughs>
0: In the back of my head, I can just hear Sam being like, and this is unethical journalism yes. because X, Y, Z. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think about Sam every time Rita Skeeter does something terrible. <laughs>
1: but also he's like straight up 14. If the news... I'm trying to think yes. of like an instance now where the news talks about a 14-year-old like that.
0: No. You're not allowed to. Yeah. The, the internet would never let you. This would be like if like um, fucking like some journalist just published something about like Greta Thorn, Fuck. Thur- Turnburg- Turn- how do you know? She, our it's girl not, Greta. Yeah. Our girl Greta. I think it's like Tornberg or something Thornburg. like that. It's it's not like Thorenberg, which is how it's spelled. That's all I remember. Um, But it would be like someone publishing something about her being like, is she delusional? Like blah, 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 blah. And like the internet would rise up yeah. to protect her as like a minor and someone who's trying their best and like doing good. Not that Harry should be compared with our girl Greta, but you know, <laughs> that's that's like the
2: same level of like they're minors and they're like so famous. Yeah. I don't get it. I guess I was thinking of um what she was in a minor never mind. I was thinking of like the the whole Amanda Cox thing that happened. You guys know What's about that? that? Um she was actually now that I, she was like a freshman in college, so maybe she was 18 or 19, whatever, but comparable she went on like a trip to italy for school or for an internship or something like that in a tiny little small town in italy and she had a roommate like a british it was an american girl she had a british roommate and they were friends and they definitely like partied and got into all kinds of like trouble but she was very pretty they talked about that all the time and basically what happened was her roommate was found like savagely murdered In her and their like little villa, that their tiny little apartment that they were sharing. Oh my god! And her behavior, like when they were like when right after she found out, the they were so mean about it because she was like she was she was like she was like nineteen and her roommate just died. She was like doing cartwheels, like at one point they somebody filmed her doing cartwheels. They're like suspicious behavior. I think you did it. And then like Ah. she ended up getting um, wrongly accused by their the incompetent Italian police system. And oh in God. this tiny town um, and like for two years ha- was imprisoned in Italy.
0: Holy yeah. shit. That's a nightmare because you like, I don't think anyone can say how someone else is going to react to this or even how you're going to react to yeah. this situation like that. They talk about that all the time on like some of the like murder mystery podcasts yeah. I've listened to about how like this guy looks guilty. Cause he responds like this. Mm-hmm. There was that one guy who was like, before you take me to jail, can you take me to Burger King? I, that was a little suspicious, but, but <laughs> maybe he just had a craving Car wheeling really, is like not that far off from like laughing hysterically or something. It's like this nervous energy. You have to just oh. like, get it out. Like, have you ever laughed hysterically when something terrible is happening? Cause I sure frequently have. like
1: laugh if something, like if something bad has happened, I like my body response is to find it humorous. And then I laugh and then people are like, you're not being serious. And I'm like, I'm literally trying to be serious, but like laughing at the same time. It's a yeah. It's a little problematic, or maybe I'm a maybe I'm a killer. I'm just kidding. I just I when I tell you I did just, just read giggling. God Girl, so like it is at the forefront of my mind.
0: Murder. <laughs> All right, well, we'll be looking into that. Um, hmm, why are they cleaning the apartments behind you? What are
2: they cleaning <laughs> up?
0: <laughs> Just kidding. We're doing exactly what Rita Skeeter is doing, guys. Yeah. So Rita Skeeter claims to have witnessed Harry's like divination uh fit, for want of like a better word, um, when he like passed out in divination and was like rolling around on the floor having a bad dream. Malfoy is quoted talking about how Harry's a parcel mouth. Obviously, don't interview his bully. But I think that Draco is probably, like, the only student, maybe, who, like, knows that she is an animagus at this point. Mm. At least the only one that we know that he knows. He's in yeah. on it somehow.
1: Yeah. he Like, what is he getting out of
0: it? Aside
1: from, like, seeing Harry. I think, like, yeah, just, shit. like,
2: sadistic pleasure. That's very hmm. great. Because,
1: like, surely there would be other students at the school who would be really willing to talk to, like, a journalist about like the Triwizard Tournament and about Harry. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think she's just looking, she's not looking for like those perspectives, maybe. (laughs) Ethical journalism? She's a bad journalist. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're like, how did she, how does she see divination? Like I was up in the North Tower and then Harry's like, Hermione, you're supposed to be researching magical methods of bugging. And then Hermione, I love this moment so much. She visibly has a brain blast. You can see the brain blast happening. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, library, and like, runs away.
1: Remember last she, time she did that? She got, like, petrified. Oh, <laughs> oh my <no>. God, Hermione. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, I've always, always a little worried for her whenever she has a eureka moment and then says she has to go to the library. I'm always like, <laughs> check the corners. Like, don't run. Like, don't trip. Mm-hmm.
0: Because as soon as she has a Eureka Eureka moment, you have to like separate her from Harry because he needs to do the rest of the book on his own or whatever, which they do. They do separate him. (laughs) They're like, go away, Harry. Take this poor (laughs) kid to this other land and have your life ruined. At breakfast, McGonagall comes over and is like, Harry, get your little butt in here. It's family day. You got family to see. And Harry is like, yikes, I will not be entering that room, actually. (laughs) Yeah. He takes his time with his breakfast. I mean, mcDonald's I feel like she. I feel like she uh, underserves Harry at a couple points in this book series where. Obviously, she should have said, oh, the Weasleys have yeah. come. So you should also come. This is not like a scary situation. Your abusers aren't here and um, you're not going to be embarrassed by having nobody. There's actually a friendly face for you to yeah. come see. But she doesn't. She's just like, get your ass in here. She gives him <laughs> she
1: gives him too much credit, I think, for like critical thinking.
2: Yeah, yeah that's, like, maybe that's what
1: it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she wasn't like it's like family time. The Weasleys are here. Don't be disrespectful. Go see them.
0: I also really got upset with her when she was like, oh, by the way, Harry, you have to get a date and you guys have to dance. Uh, Fucking deal with it. Bye. And it's like, oh, my God, McGonagall, give him any advice. This is a lot for him. I think she probably found that kind of funny, though. (laughs) (laughs) I think she found it. All right. right. That's probably funny. But this is not funny to me because he's he's like, I'm embarrassed. And then Cedric comes and is like, they're waiting for you. Every him. single thing that Cedric does in this whole chapter, I was like sobbing. I was like, <laughs> I am <love, I'm>, like, <laughs> I
2: just drew a heart. So many hearts.
1: It's <laughs> the last complete chapter that we see him. <sighs> that we see him alive, guys. It's the last complete one.
0: I brought him. Um, I'm bringing two of the snarkiest people I know on for next week's episode. Because I was like, I really need the banter to be high in this yeah. chapter. I, we really need... Um, some funny guys on this one so uh hopefully next hopefully the next couple chapters are are gonna be cool okay hopefully we're gonna get through it okay we can
1: make this one slightly more emotional
0: yes um let's just appreciate what we have while we have it right now what we have is cedric being,
1: (laughs) (laughs) being a wonderful like golden retriever sticking his head out and be like harry what are you doing your family's here which is very cute especially since he knew that like Obviously the Weasleys are not like Harry's parents. Yeah. I don't know. I like the the Harry Cedric um Weasley dynamic that we see later on a little bit too with like the with his dad and stuff. I find that really interesting. Yeah. Especially since we saw them all together at the beginning of the book.
0: I think it also really helps um make the reader more sympathetic to Cedric too, mm. because it is clear that he has so much pressure make on him, him a
1: three
2: dimensional character. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I think. Yeah. She sort
2: of tries, but way too, literally, like, way too late. <laughs> oh, you and mean the chapter before his, before, <laughs> his yes. demise? <laughs> uh, yes, that's what I meant. Um, because I we love everything we, we read about him. They don't tell us anything about any other Hufflepuffs or really that much about any other houses other than, you know, Gryffindor, yeah. Slytherin. And so I just, like, I wish that we had – it probably it would have been even more heartbreaking, but it would have been better because if, if we had just kind of like grown up with him a little a little bit more. Mm. Like I know he's like mentioned once, but that's not Voldemort like didn't need him until this book. Mm. She's like, I need a sacrifice. Well, that's bad
0: writing. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that is how I mean that's how these whole books are constructed. Yeah. It's like mm. I need this. Well, he's like the sacrifice because he's
1: such a golden boy. Mm, yeah. Doesn't Dumbledore call him a martyr at some point? Martyr? No. Martyr? A- martyr.
0: Yeah. I was like, I'll call work. him a murder.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a
0: murder. <laughs> um, a martyr. Yeah, probably. A martyr, I think, think he has like a pretty inflammatory speech at the end of this book. Yeah, but like he's
1: the perfect person for like, I guess you guys... I mean like the whole you know loss of innocence this is like the last chapter before that happens so yeah. he's the perfect person if it was just like oh yeah you know like Jimmy J from like Ravenclaw <laughs> who like cheats on his tests like Jay Voldem-
0: Finch from fucking Hove <laughs>
1: Voldemort murdered him
0: I know it has to be well and I think that a really important part of it is that is like the back and forth that Cedric and Harry have had this whole book also really like adds to the the dynamic like they have both just been like solid to each other and that just makes bros, being bros. just bros being bros and i i do think that if they had like overcome this whole thing together that next year maybe oh he's graduating but like i think that they could have become friends yeah oh if yeah they had like endured this together friends. and like had that or relief and like the glory to go oh, oh cedric's too old for him oh. oh
1: yeah oh wait no whoops
2: well well no, no it's no. quite
1: all
0: right it It's quite. It's fine.
2: When I was 15, I dated like a senior in high school. That's like 15, 18. You know, is that creepy to me now? There's also Crum and Hermione just as well. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like Harry and um, Cedric bonded so much because out of just like kind of both being like clear, it it seems to me like Cedric's also an introvert that was just kind of thrust into this like situation. Like maybe he's like a little bit more of a confident person Or because he's older and has had time to, like, come into Mm -hmm. himself a little more, that doesn't mean he's, like, less awkward. Like, he's awkward and I think he'd rather not be – he'd rather not have to, like, make tough decisions, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. or be the center of attention.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's he's doing this for Hufflepuff and like for he, I I think the last person he's doing this for is himself. I agree. He's doing know? it for his dad. His dad, yeah. Definitely his dad. Which is different for than Harry. Other but... people's glory. Yeah.
1: But we don't know about Cedric and like his family enough to like know if he has any siblings, but I kind of get only child vibes. I Me get too. like only child like golden um, boy. Porsche.
0: Yeah. Okay, he definitely doesn't have brothers because that's my boy singular not one of can, can that's you imagine? my son that's one of my
2: sons um, star- Marker Weasley. <laughs> that's my middle child that's
0: my youngest that's the one I'm not even sure if it's mine <laughs> that's the one who's annoying but funny um yeah I think Cedric gives off big only children energy yeah. uh only child energy
2: Yeah, he definitely
0: appears to carry the pressure of, like, all of the expectations.
2: He also appears to be more mature than his father with his with this whole, like, weird thing, weird vibe. Yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah, Yeah. okay, so Harry
0: goes into, like, this weird side room of the Great Hall that was just invented for this book so that they could do bullshit like this in it. And Mrs. Weasley and Bill are there, and I have, like, 17 exclamation points because, like, how (laughs) fucking beautiful like so nice i love found family so much and uh harry is dumbass notes somehow that fleur is eyeing bill with great interest Yeah, how would you know know that
2: if you weren't eyeing bill (laughs) with
0: interest harry (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay we were all eyeing bill with interest okay i mean
1: i would probably eye him with interest too just for like the dragon skin boots
0: he's very cool and like he's being he's acting very cool he's like oh yeah i used to get into some shit when i was here is that motherfucker <laughs> that crazy uh night still here oh, like he's so being cool. much
1: returning senior or like returning graduated like oh yeah, yeah like oh i used to like smoke in this courtyard like with all yeah. my friends and i'm like you graduated like last not year. even that long yeah
0: <laughs> <last year. laughs> Um, and Molly Weasley is like, oh, my God, like one time, whoever, I kind of forget, caught me coming caught in me. at 4 a.m. And um, Bill's like, what the fuck were you doing out at 4 a.m.? And she's like, well, you know, I did meet your dad here. So <laughs> we
1: all know what they were doing.
0: <laughs> they were boinking. Yeah. Although with they I- were making Bill. Sorry. Bill.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and that's oh, how no. bills get made.
0: Sorry, I just read a book with teenage pregnancy in it. It's on my mind. Maybe that's why he's so cool, because he was conceived at (gasps) Hogwarts. He's too cool for school because he was conceived in school. school.
2: Yeah,
0: in the school. (laughs) Um, So Bill and um, Mrs. Weasley very cutely ask for a tour, like, you know, like they don't know. But they're like, let's walk around, show us around. There's stuff that they don't know, though. Yeah, like the, the Whomping, Whomping, Whomping Willow. Willow and stuff. Although, yeah. Mrs. Wheezy's like,
1: oh, the Whomping Willow. And I'm like, do you not remember <laughs> that the whole car incident? <laughs> and she's like, oh, like, look at this tree. And I'm like, I'm, I've never heard of this before in my
0: life. <laughs> so on their way out of this like weird side room, yeah, Amos Diggory is like, I don't, I didn't write the quote because it made me sad, but he's basically like, oh, well, you feel like a tough guy now, Harry. I bet you don't, because Cedric's better, basically. And Harry's literally like, it's his, what said Harry?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Harry! He like doesn't understand that people would be like trying to like pit them, like an adult figure would be would be like talking to him like that,
0: you know? Well, Harry has always had this trouble with like, are they good or are they evil? There's like not usually like just someone shitty, you know? Like, yeah, are yeah. they good or are they evil? And that's why like Snape is evil because he's like mean to me. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it is hard for him to uh, like imagine. This is just so foreign to like any family experience that he has been part of. This, um, the way that Amos Diggory acts about his son. Yeah. Cedric's like don't even worry he's just mad about that article where Rita Skeeter made it seem like you were the only Hogwarts champion and then Amos Diggory is like yeah but he didn't bother to correct her did he and I'm like you think Harry has connections at the Daily Prophet to like publish a rebuttal like what are you expecting what kind of power do you think
2: this child
0: has Yeah. yeah this poor kid dude just protect all children always how about let's start there yeah Amos I like this plan so they walk around the grounds and they're just like, yeah, a whomping willow. Whoa. <laughs> and they're just like strolling about. I don't know, man. I, I just feel like I would get bored. I don't know. There is there that much ground and like <laughs> that many things to look at? I think what Mrs. Weasley and Bill are trying to do
1: is just like support Harry by like quality time because maybe I'm a little sh- bit of
0: distraction, Yeah, a
1: little bit of distraction. Like he feels confident for the task, but like, I'm sure he's also still nervous So I think it's just like, let's distract you and like quality time
0: and like be there for you, you know, Harry's just kind of a nervous person. And, um, you know, even if he's feeling confident, like nerves are nerves are still totally a thing, even if you're confident. And I think I've mentioned this before, but like, I've been doing this podcast for like two years and I still, every time I sit down to record, I still get like mild butterflies because I'm just like oh how's it gonna go it's just because you're so excited to record with people as cool as us am i right i yeah. think that's literally it because literally at dinner yeah. i was like i'm getting nervous but it's like a Slayla and adele like why the fuck would i be nervous <laughs>
1: oh you should be nervous you should be nervous christina
2: yeah we're not gonna like just like throw improv scenes at you that's like- We're actually going to break
1: out into song and dance. And if you don't know the words to the song we composed before this, <laughs> if you don't know the words, you're fired.
2: When Adol just like started doing some light improv with grace i could just hear the sheer panic in her voice and i was like oh no grace oh no at one point she was just like tina take it from here i love that
0: scene so much and i made sean
2: listen to it i was like sean listen to grace she's (laughs) never done improv in her life i love improv but she's just like a yes and friend you know like Yeah, she's like, I'm along for the ride. I'm I'm uncomfortable, (laughs) but I'm here.
0: (laughs) She's like, yikes! I'm saying yikes because that's what I'm like on
2: elevators.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um. So after they walk around the grounds, they go back up to the castle for lunch, and Ron is like, "What the fuck are you guys doing here?" Oh yeah. Ron, Ron is doing exams <laughs> oh, right yeah. now or whatever. Oh, oh he did
1: or a history t- of magic exam.
0: Yeah. Okay, Ron college. and Jenny are
2: in exams and that's why they can't
0: and Fred and George. But
2: here's the thing. Here's yeah. the
0: thing. I don't I mean, I know Molly Weasley's a busy woman, but she's kind of not cuz she has no children at home right now. Yeah. Um and as far as I know she doesn't have a job. So she, I don't think she's that busy. <laughs> And if I had seven kids and I knew one of them had a self-esteem problem and was super jealous of his best friend, I would write him a letter and be like, Hey, Ron, I just want to let you know, we're going to come visit Harry for family day. It's our little secret. Don't tell him, but like, I'll see you then. Cause that's how you make people feel included, you know? Mm -hmm. But Ron would tell Harry. Yeah. Uh, Ron can't keep a secret. (laughs) Yeah, You
1: you really think
2: Ron can keep a secret? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if he's ever been tested. Yeah, um. no one's no one's ever cared about him enough to give him a secret. <laughs> no one's, oh, no. No one's ever given him a secret.
1: <laughs> I was more thinking, like, when he gets Harry, like, Christmas gifts and stuff, he doesn't tell him beforehand.
0: That's, like, a huge pet peeve I have that you see on sitcoms all the time. It actually happens in Parks and Rec, like, 1,000 times, where they a character will hand another character a wrapped present and be like, oh, it's an iPad or, like, whatever. It, it was, I think it was an iPod. Mm. And it's like, why did you wrap it if you're gonna like announce what it is when you hand it to them this is so dumb whatever
1: if someone actually did that to me in real life i would go bonkers i I love like a surprise gift i love like the mystery of unwrapping i love like a gift that's shaped like a
0: different gift or like a gift
1: with a clue (laughs) i love i love everything about that
0: I vividly remember a bit in Family Guy where Brian has a gift that clearly looks like a bottle, like a liquor bottle. And he's like, wonder what this is. And then he unwraps it and it turns into the shape of a book. It's like a nonsense bit. And he's like, oh, (laughs) I love that. So at lunch, Mrs. Weasley, and here's something else that I hate, uh, is really shitty to Hermione for Mm. a second. And Harry's like, hey, Mrs. Weasley, you know how? Hermione and I stayed at your house for two weeks and never got caught making out anywhere. (laughs) She's actually not my girlfriend. And, like, good for Harry because he pretty much never speaks up ever. But he spoke up to defend Hermione, and I'm proud of him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm proud of him in this moment, too. Like, really proud.
1: Like, for once, he actually, like, is like, oh, like, my friend who is a girl, like, is being treated, like, shitty. Like a slut. Yeah. And like, not only is he standing up, it's one thing if like Snape is treating Hermione shitty and like the boys are like, wait, what the heck? But like, he's standing up to his like pseudo mother. And he's it like, takes a
0: great deal of mm, what? Of courage. bravery, of courage to stand up to your enemies, but a great deal more to stand up to, Mrs. to your Weasley. mother. Oh, oh my God.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Especially like this is Mrs. Weasley who like sent the howler. Like, has screamed oh. at, like, all of the boys. Like, Harry's was probably shaking at his boots when he was like,
0: Hey, Mrs. Weasley, you know that <laughs> Hermione and I... <laughs> On the flip side, I feel like Harry's like, I know I'm her favorite.
1: True. She's
0: never been mad at me before. She gets mad at everybody else. <laughs> yeah, she gets she yeah. has it. <laughs> I don't think... Does she ever get mad at him? Nope. I don't think so. Not, like, really. Maybe about, like, some... There's, like, some fighting in the next book about, like, if he's old enough to, like, be in the order and stuff, but that's not the same. Wow. No. She loves him best out of all her kids. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When I was younger uh, in college, I dated this guy who was, you know, everyone dates a drug dealer at some point in their lives. Uh And um, (laughs) some of us do it. And, um, you know, he was, like, a really good guy. He just, like, got into bad stuff or whatever. And him and his siblings were both, like, really awful to their mom. And it was, like, very fucked up, whatever, college. And, like, one time, him and his mom, I was, like, watching. And they got into, like, a screaming fight, right? Right in front of me, my boyfriend and his mom. And he was, like, blah, 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 blah. Just because you hate all your kids doesn't mean blah, blah, blah. And she said, that is not true. I love Christina. Oh, my God. <laughs> this this bitch had five kids, and I was like, <laughs> "Guess she loves me." <laughs> That's
1: a good like potential mother-in-law right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so after that, after the they clear the air with Hermione or whatever, they just stroll around and then they
2: do a feast. What's a Cornish pasty again? Is it like I mean a pa- they I don't, know, I don't the a Cornish t- hen is is a, is a thing.
1: So, so is like,
2: it oh maybe it's chicken?
1: I, I'm thinking like a chicken. Hot pie.
0: Hmm.
2: No. It is uh it's beef. Oh,
0: potato, Oh, turnip. Oh, <laughs> um, like like it's basically like an empanada. Oh. Okay. English empanada. Okay. Like a little like, yeah, it is, it is actually a straight up empanada. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I like a little a overdone of stages of interest. <laughs> but I think I'm sold. You're like the kombucha girl meme. Oh my god, Brittany Broski. <laughs> is that who that is yes oh i don't know i just know her as the kombucha girl me (laughs) i love her (laughs) nice okay um my next note they're walking down to the quidditch pitch to do the third task my next note is oh
1: cedric no don't go oh can i say one thing about the feast oh yeah yeah Yeah. okay it says that when they're like feasting harry like looks up at like the top table and he notices that madame maxine's eyes are red and she's like Mm. like very like withdrawn because Mm -hmm. he's being weirdly
0: astute in this chapter yeah for
1: one very actually (laughs) being observant about other people's
0: feelings (laughs) his senses are so escalated right now yeah
1: and then just like the fact that like i think what is it fudge is trying to say that she attacked mr crouch and just like the fact that he noticed that, I don't know, and that that's in there.
0: I was like, oh, yeah, I was trying to figure out what was going on there, because it also mentioned that Hagrid kept looking at her. So oh. I think there's like two interpretations. I think one interpretation is that Hagrid and Madame Maxime had like a fight because they've been fighting. Yeah. Or that. Yeah. Or cr- both. F- fudge is being I called him almost called him crudge. And I think that's more appropriate. <laughs> I think from
1: now on, we should start calling him crudge.
0: The cri- <laughs> well he gets i mean the next time we see him he's really bad and he does not get better in this book he's series useless. um yeah he is fuck- mm. he's worse than useless he's like a brick wall in the way of doing the right thing your yeah so um so yeah the other interpretation is that he is perhaps being shitty to her being like um just saying the all the passive aggressive racist things that we don't need to yeah speculate about no
1: no no it's already been covered but like she's she's really going through it. And she's probably worried about Fleur as
0: well. Cause like, I was just about to say, Fleur's probably like, Madame Maxime, I'm so nervous. And Maxime's like, honestly, bitch, I have some real life shit going on yeah. right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and like, Fleur's like, like the lowest of the champions too. She's so, she's probably I like, know. my French pride It's like,
0: I know. I really affected. hate that because she she's the only girl yeah. and she's like performing the poorest Sorry. and it just like pisses me off. Yeah. yeah. It pisses me off that they made her look, like, untough when she, like, backed out. Like, like no Floor and Harry both got attacked by grindylows and... grindy Grind- Grindylos. The Grindylos. Oh, wait. That was, like, kind of Russian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I loved it. it. Whatever it was, it was Do good. It again. <laughs> 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 but, like... Fleur quit and like Harry braved on and I just like I hate I hate everything they do to her character in this book she becomes much cooler later but like I just, oh yeah
1: at least we know that like as much as Voldemort like hates women like Fleur does get like a little bit of an arc where she yeah it has some agency by the end
0: especially with like Bill and like the seventh book or the sixth it's book. really just yeah. like um the wedding thing because honestly in the end she she kind of ends up just being some dude's wife
2: but she do. has her moment to shine. I think what would have been better would be if they had made them like the places in the tournament, like Vic- if Victor and Fleur were reversed. Because yeah, mm. mm. even that little amount. Because um, especially felt. like imagine like Victor, like he's like the one everyone expects to win because he's this like athletic, famous sports yeah. high schooler. <laughs> but, so like he would have had some like some real vengeance and like maybe like. A little bit like we could have suspected, like maybe he did do the Crucio curse,
1: you know? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he's
2: like desperate to win. Yeah. Oh,
1: that would have been a good angle.
0: Or on the flip side, it would have really driven home our suspicion that he hasn't wanted to be part of this all along. And he like really just likes the Quidditch thing yeah. and like doesn't really want the spotlight in this yeah. way, um, which we've speculated about before. So I think you're right, Leela. That would have been a really easy way to make <laughs> it just a little bit better for everyone. Yeah i agree but whatever it's just drag fleur (laughs) so they go down to the quidditch pitch which is a 20 foot tall hedge maze now wait what
1: so one question i had okay Mm -hmm. i don't understand how that big of a maze and like like a maze long enough like like a big enough maze for this task would fit like in the quidditch pitch you know what i mean
2: Hmm,
0: maybe it's bigger once you enter it, like the TARDIS. That's what I figured. I being mean, sorry, I should have said bigger on the inside if I was gonna bring yeah, up the wow, thing. That, like, that was weird tripped of me. Because <laughs> I
1: have such a movie memory. Like that maze is huge. It if is. you think about it, right? But like this one, they're like, yeah. oh, it's in the Quidditch pitch. And I'm like, the Quidditch pitch is probably <laughs> like smaller than like or pro- let's say it's like an American football field.
2: That's like a." Uh like a hay maze like and that's still not very big (laughs) give me a second i'm doing like um how many acres is okay thank god you're doing the
1: math
0: because like okay so so i i've done um a couple i literally just googled hedge mazes near me to try to activate my memory about which hedge (laughs) i've done a couple so i've done the garden maze at Laray caverns leela have you ever done that one no So I've done that one and that one is one acre and it was big enough to be confusing, but not big enough that you, (laughs) there's a picture of this bitch. She's looking confused as hell. She's
1: like, whoa. But what about monsters? Could it fit monsters?
0: I don't, I think it would have to be at least like two or three times this big to Mm. really feel threatening and to like isolate people. So let me look up the other maze that I do. Um, The Liberty farms and if you're anywhere near me the Liberty Farms maze it's a corn maze that they do in the fall and it's so fucking fun. They actually have like six different mazes um, because it's like a giant farm Um, and I that's one you can get fucking lost in like so let me see if it says how many acres this is just like we're getting some maze context you know. That's amazing Christina. <laughs> so it says that it's 32 <laughs> acres but four separate So that's about eight acres. Okay. And a football field is 1.3 acres. So I would say that you would need at least three football fields, which I don't know how big that is compared to a Quidditch pitch, but (laughs) I am with you. I don't think necessarily, I I think magic might have to be involved. Yeah. But then, well, whatever. (laughs) Magic, question mark, shrug.
1: Yeah, oh, some more, like, unexplained magic. <laughs> yeah, just because I was thinking, I was like, that's kind of small, and, like, it has to be big enough to fit. Like, there's quite a lot of stuff in there, or and, like, we yes. don't even see everything that's in there. Like, we only see what
0: Harry encounters. Which is a lot less than what other people are supposedly encountering, because well, um, Barty Crouch is, like, blasting him out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Ludo Bagman begins his co- it was it funny that I said blasting? Well, I was the I don't know. It was just yeah. the image. Just like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Of him walking around. Just absolutely. Just, I don't even know, like smacking things out of the way It's like just like,
0: just like Pow. wooden leg. <laughs> Ludo Bagman begins the commentary. They get to enter the maze in order of like uh how they're they're ranking so far from their previous tasks. So Cedric and Harry get to enter first together. Then Victor Crumb, Then Flair Delacour. So pretty much without preamble, Bagman blows his whistle, and Harry and Cedric enter the maze together. Keeping it cool I'm keeping it together. Just don't go. Okay. Um, oh God, please. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> the last time everyone sees Cedric Diggory alive and well.
0: I'm sobbing. Okay. I'm see. I'm laughing <laughs> because it's terrible. <laughs> This is what we do. I will
1: just be bringing up Cedric's demise constantly so we can really, okay. I just really think it's important that we feel the feelings, you know?
0: Yes. And like three chapters ago, I was like, I think we need to start joking about his death now so it doesn't catch us off guard when it comes. Yeah. So let's just really lean into it. The hedges sort of instantly mute all the outside noise, like <laughs> more evidence Creepy. that this is a magical hedge. That's very spooky. It reminds me of like um, The Shining. Yes. Just like I was your- literally
1: just thinking of The Shining maze.
0: You're in a maze that is like in nowhere. Like the, there's nothing outside the maze. Yeah. Or like the Maze Runner. Let's think of all the mazes. Well, okay, those three mazes ranked: Harry Potter
1: maze, Maze Runner, or Shining maze.
0: Were we talking about yeah. this at all? <laughs> but what? we didn't. We oh, didn't oh, include the Shining maze. No,
1: I think we talked about the maze from like Greek mythology. and Oh, the labyrinth. Okay. Oh, um,
0: maybe I'll. I'm gonna slap a Twitter pull up about yeah. which maze you would like. Uh, which which maze would you most? like to be trapped which maze
1: in. is the most amazing
0: amazing out of those mazes I would probably whoa um I maybe the labyrinth because at least you would find cool stuff and like I, I mean I'm going off Percy Jackson labyrinth <laughs> rules which means that you could just pop up any old place it connects like New York to like LA yeah. and like it's a nonsense maze which maze would you pick Adele uh um, which is the most amazing <laughs> definitely not the maze runner maze definitely no fuck that. that that's so scary and terrible I, know.
1: I think that's probably the most horrifying out of them all of them
0: but when we chatted about this a couple of weeks ago i said that maze because i said i would just live in the glade and never leave <laughs>
1: yeah but then you wouldn't be in the, well i guess you're still in the maze but,
0: I, it's it, it's not really appreciating the maze for what it is so so what's your answer
1: uh probably the shining maze why Actually, no, because I just remember that it's snowing in the Shining Maze. Because I was like, well, I mm-hmm. could escape a murderer. Like, I'm confident that I could escape like, a man with an axe in a maze. Okay, well,
0: that little boy did it. So I hope if you did yeah, it. If Danny, yeah, but then also. add in.
1: <laughs> you haven't seen me
0: run. It's not very fast.
1: <laughs> but add in the fact that, like, it's also winter and there's cold. I know I still, I'm going to go with the Shining Maze because, like, it's just one guy with an axe. Yeah. When in doubt, um, I, uh-huh. I just, I, oh, I was going to say like crawl over the hedge, but I,
0: I don't really think that works. That's,
1: I yeah, that's my answer.
2: Leela, which maze is the most amazing? I'm not equipped for a maze, but you got to pick. Oh, Sorry. Pick. The, I haven't seen the maze runner, but the commercials looked very stressful, so I'm not going to pick that one. Yeah. I, I recommend against it. i'm sure yeah. it's just like hunger games but you know type mm-hmm. stuff. there's mm-hmm. like spikes
1: on the walls and like yeah and yeah, scary like goopy, robot monsters goopy, goopy but they're like uh,
2: goopy robots not like, my they thing are. I, hate I don't it. love goopy things so um <laughs> if you don't like goopy things i would stay away from the maze runner
0: uh. <laughs> shout out to our friend claire i know I, I was claire. just thinking about claire
2: <laughs> hi claire I'm not fast enough um, or, like, brave enough to outrun and murderer, and <laughs> I am no wizard or witch. Hmm. I guess I would die fastest in the Harry Potter <laughs> maze. Oh, no.
0: So that's the oh, no. one you pick? Uh, Yeah. Because you're going to die no matter what. Sure. Yep. <laughs> I don't know the Shining maze. I feel like there's more than just ne- Jack Nicholson in that is maze. Is there? You know what I mean? Is it, I think
1: it's just him.
0: But, like, the whole... The whole place feels, like, haunted and scary. So, like, I think I would get really spooked regardless.
1: Oh, see, I, like, love ghosts. Like, my dream is to have, like, a ghost encounter. Like, a, a, not just paranormal, but, like, some sort of, like, I don't know, like, sexy ghost encounter or something. Mm, Okay, like ghosts?
0: Like, from the movie Ghost?
1: Not exactly like that. (laughs) I know what you're referencing, though.
0: (laughs) I I don't have sex with a ghost.
1: (laughs) I just want to have, like, some sort of, like, spooky encounter. I
0: feel you. Yeah. There's a movie called The Spirit of Christmas that, um, our uh, I, the only person, I don't remember who was there when we watched oh, it, but it, it's a triple entendre because it's, like, a Christmas ghost who is also, like, a bootlegger. When he was alive, he was, like, a bootlegger, so, and it's, like, about the spirit of Christmas, so it's, like, a triple entendre. What, what is this, Hallmark? Sure, yeah, Probably.
1: But is he sexy though? Is he a sexy ghost?
0: Uh, he was probably pretty sexy. Okay. okay. Where are all the ghosts dudes? The dude was a ghost and in... Ghost? The dude was a ghost Where in are all Brisbane? the
2: ghost men gone? And where are <laughs> <Heck yeah, laughs> all <laughs> the
0: ghosts?
1: <laughs> like the ghost lady from Harry Potter. What, uh, uh. Oh,
0: ha- um, uh, Ro- Moaning uh, Myrtle? Uh, Smash. Uh, uh, no, uh, oh my god, uh, not Moaning Myrtle. <laughs>
1: No, you just captured me saying smash to Moaning Myrtle. No, I meant it. Helena. Helena.
0: It's Helena.
2: Madeline smash. Bundy. Smash. Helena the Grey Lady. Smash. Moaning Myrtle pass. <laughs> oh,
1: wow. To clarify. To Every, clarify. Everyone okay.
2: always mm. passes on Moaning Myrtle. And we haven't even gone to the Sphinx yet, so. <laughs> That's the whole thing.
0: Le- okay, let's get there. Yeah. Let's get there. Yeah. Okay, okay, so um, Harry and Cedric soon reach a fork and they part ways. Bye. Um, Harry has this cute little spell that he does that is called, uh, it's like a point. He says point me and it does a little compass. is it called yeah.
1: like the four way charm or something? Yeah.
0: The four way charm. No, no, four points <laughs> charm, I think. <laughs> point me, baby. Boink. It's also in English. Isn't that weird? Yeah. All the spells are Latin, Latin or like sometimes Greek. But this one is, he's like point me. You know,
1: she just like made up, made that up for this chapter on the fly, because it's never mentioned again.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I get it. You have to give Harry a reason to, like, go to choose directions, because otherwise he would have such a hard time picking. (laughs) He would get so lost. I
1: would just spin around in a circle and just, like, see what happens. Actually, that's a terrible idea. Wait, wait, wait. In mazes, you're supposed to put your left hand on one of the walls and just follow it. Oh.
0: That's the problem, because that is how I solve mazes, like the fucking Larry Caverns maze I mentioned above. Yeah. That is how you technically solve a maze, but you also have to think about the fact that you're trying to beat other people, so that could take oh. a really long time, if you're, like, because that involves going down all of the dead ends and stuff. True, okay. So, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I don't know which would be more effective, just, like, doing the left-hand method and, like, fucking sprinting at top speed or, like, trying your best, getting turned around, not being sure if you're, like, uh, doubling back or whatever. Yeah. His strategy is pretty good, actually. Like, he's like, oh. Well, that's because he has, like, a weird magic compass for no reason. Yeah. He's trying to go, like, northwest or whatever. Mm-hmm. We hear the two other whistles. The other champions enter the maze. And these are our final moments of pure childhood before everything goes completely sideways. Just
1: gallivanting around in a maze with, Three of my besties what could go yeah, wrong? yeah this is
0: so fun in a death
1: match to get
0: a uh goblet that is definitely not enchanted um, don't get it twisted he's not getting the goblet he's getting the cup there are two different drinking vessels in this oh, fucking yeah. book dude <sighs>
2: it's so unnecessary and ridiculous but so so do you think stupid. you could drink out of the cup though because is it
1: like the nhl stanley cup where you can like they still drink out of that
0: Hmm, that know, is big hockey energy i don't know if a wizard my girlfriend would be very proud of me <laughs> <laughs>
1: true well yeah well we know no one's drinking out of the the cup
0: uh right because they would <laughs> what if someone just like take a little sip and then gets fucking porky into her graveyard yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like half full of like boxed wine it's just like
0: Hagrid, like, yikes, I thought this was going to be a fun night. I don't know what's going oh, on. He needs
1: it to cope with like his fight with Madame Maxine. Oh,
0: I hope everything's going OK. Well, whatever. They reunite in the next book. So Harry encounters a series of obstacles, but it's just not nearly as many as he'd expected. At first, the how quiet it is kind of starts to like get to him. And honestly, before anything else, he encounters Cedric again, yeah. who has just escaped a blast ended scroot and he
2: looks like it. He is on fire. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's, it's uh, the blast ended scroots. I mean that's really that's real fucked up, man. You they, they, they everyone is on the verge of death. Stop. Don't why would they why?
0: Well and it's also fucked up because Cedric and Harry have both been receiving lessons about blast ended scroutes all mm-hmm. year and I I guess Fleur and Crum haven't. Oh so yeah. incredibly fucked uh, up. That's not fair. But the lessons yeah. have
1: been just like Bad. take them for a
0: walk.
2: <laughs> Although, what if, and like, Try not to die. Yeah. Stroke one of the openings. I don't know. Uh, wow, Leela. Uh, I don't know which one.
1: That got wow. into a, a territory
0: that I didn't realize we were going. Are you um, perhaps thinking about the Monster Book of Monsters, yeah. the stroke <laughs> the spine technique? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Of. <laughs> when encountering encounter-
1: wild magical beasts, just stroke them and see what happens.
0: Yeah, <laughs> great technique. That's what Harry does with done. my cats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So next, he runs into a Dementor, JK. It's a boggart. We know what to do with
2: these.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Play some funny jazz it. music and do a yeah.
1: lesson. Yeah, they actually have a dance battle.
0: <laughs> yes. And then that's when the dementor trips over his robes. Yeah. <laughs> so <Yeah>. relatable.
2: <laughs> I me. wish
0: there had been a fucking dance battle in this. Can you
1: imagine? Maybe Alleviate <laughs> the
2: tension a little Maybe bit. that's
1: what Cedric had to do. We don't know. We didn't see him do the tasks. Maybe he was dance You're battling right. with like a. A hinky punk or something. <laughs> I need this banner. I love that.
0: Next here he encounters a weird gold mist. And this is the one that I like always, this like really upset me when I was a kid. Yeah. And it's the one that I, I always yeah. forget. this. This weird gold mist. He tries to like blast it. It's not blastable. He's like, what do I do? But then he hears Fleur screams up ahead. So he's like, I have to go save her because she's in distress. Um, so he like runs right into the mist, and it turns the whole world upside down. And his glasses almost fall off. Oh, oh, so much. Maybe that's why it freaked me out so much. Because, I mean, you'd be done. You're done if the glasses go. Yeah. If my
1: glasses fell off while I was running through a
0: maze. I would simply just lie there and give up. My eyesight is yeah. that bad. I would just. Same. Yeah. Sean has always said Sean has always said that in an apocalypse situation, he will not be protecting me because I will not be able to see forever.
1: <laughs> yeah. I would just I would just simply give up. Done.
2: Yeah. Completely just done. Do a full Velma. Right. Where are I I my, glasses.
1: Do, do do
0: that I
2: my glasses? I can't see
1: without
0: my glasses. Do you know the phone trick? Sean recently taught me the phone. trick. God, I would be fucking just walking into walls if Sean wasn't around. <laughs> Do you know the phone trick? No. If you like, for example, I knock my glasses off my nightstand all the time and then they're just like on the floor somewhere around my nightstand and I can't see. So I'm like feeling and I'm like, Sean, come help me find my glasses. But he told me that if you know where your phone is and you open the camera, the camera is near your face. And it can see perfectly. Ooh. So, like, you can zoom in and, like, look around for your glasses through your camera. Hey. Velma is somewhere just, like, shaking
1: in <laughs> anger.
0: Just, <which is>, like, <laughs> <frustration>.
1: Jankies. <laughs> exactly like that.
0: Sounds <laughs> like, I'm going to develop this elaborate technology so that I don't have to help you as much. <laughs> I'm sleeping over here. Yeah. I mean, in the end, he just, like, walks out of it again. And he's fine.
1: But he has to, like, summon the courage. He's like, if I take a step, would I, like, continue to fall, like, into the stars and forever? That sounds... It actually kind of sounds like, uh, you know, when you, like, green out or you have, like, a bad trip? That's what it feels like to me.
0: Mm. Yeah. Like, the only
1: time I've ever, like, greened out, like, terribly felt like stuff had, like, flipped. And then I
0: had to, What does... I'm sorry. What does greened out mean? Oh, when you, like, consume too much of the substance... Oh, okay. I've just never heard that expression before.
1: Uh using, yeah, like weed. And then you like you you've had too much of it, and it's just like you're greening out. With weed, you oh, said. Interesting. Yeah.
2: Wow.
0: I I definitely um like have felt that kind of I'm falling into space feeling when I'm like rolling really hard and like mm. kind of, and like also a lot of weed. It's just like I am like in a tunnel oh. to the future.
1: One time I had too many edibles and it happened to me, and I like I like it felt like space had like flipped and then somehow I don't know I got myself ready for bed and like like fully like washed up and everything I don't know how and then like sat in my bed in the fetal position and I thought like the world was ending I had like convinced myself (laughs) that like
0: oh my god
1: yeah anyways um greeting out know the signs
0: wow (laughs) that's wild yeah it's not just a weird gold mist
1: (laughs) (laughs) that would actually be like an interesting like strain name gold oh no actually no
0: (laughs) (laughs) Golden showers (laughs) no
1: i take it back i take it back
0: oh i do see i googled greening out i just have never heard that before yeah Yeah, i'm a fucking donor so then he meets a blast-ended screw. it's 10 feet long it's a big boy and he manages to freeze it using an impediment spell
1: doesn't it like fuck up his leg though
0: it fucks up his leg yes (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh, yes or something <laughs> or like does it break it does it i think it just like twinges it because then later after the spider encounter he's like and now it's sprained great yeah, yeah. and bleeding so maybe it's just a little like maybe a little like owie oh my my ankle hoarded. also
1: i love how you say he he meets a blasted screw that made me think like he like <laughs> encountered it in the like in the hedge maze and was like oh like hello like my name's harry like what's your name like well met, Mister Scrooge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello there. And then they both just like bow to each other, like hippogriffs
0: <laughs> do. <laughs> so then Harry hears Cedric yelling, "What the hell do you think you're doing?" Does it say hell? Does it say hell? Yes, it does. Really? I think I I, <gasps> I put it in quotes, and like my strategy with notes is I only put in quotes things that are actually quotes. Um, yeah, that's Fine. pretty. I think there's a, a couple dams in this book series it's too. Like Cedric. Well, Well,
2: Cedric,
1: what do you think he's saying? Do you think he encountered Crom like standing over Fleur? Or do you think he encountered Crom like pointing his wand at Cedric? Mm -hmm.
0: I think maybe he, I think maybe Cedric also went to go find Fleur. Yeah. Like Harry's doing. And yeah, yeah. I I like the first one that he's like, what do you think you're doing? So then Crom turns on Cedric. Yeah. I mean, I said, I like it. I don't like it, but you know what I mean?
1: No, it makes more sense to me instead of just like. The two of them meeting in the maze, and then Crumb is like under the imperious curse. Cause that, like, why else would Cedric be like, "Wow, well, oh my god, like, what?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, you know, I don't know, shadowy corners, a, a, a strange man like attacking this woman, like, you don't know what's happening. Just yeah, really. Cedric's like, What the hell do you think you're I'm doing? I'm it to save
2: the day.
1: Oh, <laughs> Cedric played the hero. <laughs> One last, one
2: last
1: time, time. okay <laughs> so his one last time is next chapter
2: teach me like, how oh. to say he, like,
1: goodbye hold, like, he like holds his wand yeah, and he, says he has something. a moment
0: yeah he has a moment okay 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 um so harry then uses he he like can't get to crumb and cedric so he uses reductor to blast through the hedge which like wow why don't you just blast on through that whole entire maze to get right to the center but whatever he sees crumb and and he's doing the the old crucio on cedric so harry stupefies crumb from behind i do like the little addition in the movie where crumb like turns on harry and then like you see him like not it's like a little hint crumb like turns his wand on harry and then like doesn't do anything to him and his eyes are Um, all like cloudy
1: and he looks at harry and
0: just like goes like
2: he's bewitched he's bewitched cedric
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) that's like fully like made up dialogue isn't
0: yeah. it yeah
2: yeah 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 cedric um, he's bewitched <laughs>
0: cedric, <laughs> it's like cedric's I, like sorry i'm a dumb idiot <laughs> yeah i just
1: remembered that wow the movie and this chapter are actually like so different they're very it's different kind of yeah insane.
0: very different like yeah. the vines
1: the vi- i fully expected the vines to be in this chapter and then they weren't yeah uh, fleur's not in this oh great <laughs> We don't even get to see her excel at <laughs> We don't even
0: get to see her die. <laughs> she doesn't die, but she does get absorbed by the maze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Harry and Cedric are like, what just happened? And then they send up red sparks over Crumb so that they will, he will be fetched. So he's out. Fleur's probably also out. So then at this point, here's the thing. Here's what a true Hufflepuff would do. <laughs> If I were Harry and Cedric in this moment, I would be like, let's go together at this point. Like at this point, I'd be like, we're going to win already. So like, let's go together now. Hmm. But they don't. They split ways again. What do you guys think? Because the logic is sound that Hmm. Hogwarts would win. And like, this was awkward the whole time. Like neither one of us
2: is going to feel great winning. I think like Harry's feeling pretty competitive. I don't know. I feel like he's yeah. still a little more competitive than that at this point and frustrating. They're also, it, it is frustrating because I agree with you too. I'd be like, let's just uh, walk together. Like, uh, anyway, what else? Yeah, yeah. come on. Yeah. Talk to me about what else you've seen in this crazy ass maze. <laughs> like Yeah. Uh, and then Cedric probably would have been protected. Oh, wait. But if he had done that,
1: all the stuff that would have like not attacked Harry, you know how like Moody like isn't, att- is making sure nothing attacks Harry? Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: So how would that work if like, the two of them were just
0: like, yeah, let's go. Oh, you mean like if Moody had time to like see that this was happening? Yeah. Wow. Harry's too, yeah,
1: Harry's too competitive though right now. I agree. Like he he probably was like, I could still win.
0: I mean, this whole time he's like envisioning himself with, I just, I've not, I just value almost nothing less than I value winning for mm-hmm. winning's sake. Like I don't, he mm-hmm. doesn't need the money and he wasn't even supposed to be in this contest like I would not want to win if I was him like I don't value it at all so like I have a hard time getting this
1: Hmm.
0: I'm very competitive (laughs) I'm really bad at stuff so that's taught me to not be
1: competitive (laughs) over the years (laughs) (laughs) I love to win I love a prize um I love um like you know those like surveys that like oh if you like participate in the survey you can like get a gift card and it's like random draw I still feel like I'm winning when I win one of those. And I'm like, (laughs) Like, I got one, one like the other day. And I was like, I
0: won. (laughs) The only thing I've ever won in my life was fucking the Hamilton lottery. When it came to town, that is
1: not insignificant. Oh,
0: Cause those are, those tickets are front and center, bro. Like those, those are the best tickets I've ever had in my life. I got like spat upon. This was (laughs) pre-COVID.
2: I would love to get spat upon by the cast of Hamilton.
0: Even now. Yeah. And it was like, um, uh, you know, perhaps Hamilton was played by, uh, someone who isn't Lin-Manuel Miranda. (laughs) So I could see his face. He was really doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, I have two younger brothers who have always been much better than me at everything. So I got real good at losing real early on. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Shout out to Michael and too I had to do like a lot of competitions and stuff as like growing up for music. What kind of competition? Music. Uh, yeah. Uh, so like festival competitions and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah. you get You get instilled with a sense of. Competition,
2: adult. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sorry. I, side note. We were. I was just talking to Jason about this, and we realized neither of us knew what's like your main instrument. Uh, voice. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Vocal competitions are be intense.
1: Oh, and they're like you see the same people every year, and mm. like there's multiple. So it's categories. like um,
0: yeah. It's like in fucking Pitch Perfect when they all come to like the. <laughs> the big showdown
1: kind of yeah <laughs> and you're like i recognize her from last year like she got silver <laughs> or like yeah yeah
0: so it makes you like very competitive <laughs> yeah but i do remember how good it felt to be first chair flute in middle school band <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> but there's my little chair. brag <laughs> but yeah harry's like oh i want the glory and the money i don't need Um. And he wants Cho to smile at him as he holds the cup. Ooh. So he carries on and he encounters the Sphinx. Who is hot? I mean, you gotta admit, like the Sphinx is hot. I love the Sphinx. I'm
1: just like picturing the Sphinx from Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yes. So just like (laughs) Chef's kiss. Just everything about it. Yeah.
0: And I do, y'all know I'm a cat person. Like, I love, like, cat energy. Yeah. Like, I don't care if you live or die. My job is to make things hard for you. (laughs) Yeah. She gives no fucks. So she's pacing in the path in front of him. And basically, she has a riddle for him. And Harry can answer right and move on forward. Answer wrong. And she will attack and supposedly murder him. (laughs) Or he can simply back away unscathed uh, without saying anything. Yeah. So she does the riddle which
2: does anyone have it does anyone I, care to read I have it, it. <clears throat> Ooh, dramatic riddle reading okay <clears throat> what do we think the sphinx sounds like let's see okay
0: do, do a, your cat voice not a pam or penny voice do like a cora voice okay first remember like the oh sorry 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 <laughs> i was gonna give you more inspiration no, give me give it to me <laughs> like the sexy cat captain from treasure planet but Sexy.
2: she has an accent. <laughs> she has an accent, so never mind. Oh, okay. I'll do an accent. <laughs> no, 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 no. think <laughs> of the people. No. Okay, all
1: the sexiness <laughs> just left. <laughs> <This card. laughs>
2: all right, here we go.
1: <clears throat> okay.
2: First, think of the person who lives in disguise, who deals in secrets and tells naught but lies. Next, tell me what's always the last thing to mend the middle of middle and end of the end and finally give me the sound often heard during the search for a hard to find word now string them together and answer me this which creature would you be unwilling to kiss Ooh, i love it
1: snap 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 snaps
2: when i read that i was like kiss dementor that's what it is i was wrong i love this i love
1: Everything about Harry's interaction with this riddle, I love it so much because, okay, it's not, it's not a very hard riddle. Let's like, I think we can all agree it's like,
0: like that's not very hard, right? As a kid, as a kid, I couldn't do it because the the er is like a British thing that I like could not wrap my mind around as a kid.
1: Mm.
2: What do you mean? I okay. like can't don't know this. I could I forgot what the answer was as I was rereading it. So (laughs) what makes it easy again? Like, can you explain it to me? Um, I was like, well, the first part,
1: like a person who deals in disguise and like hiding, I'm like a spy, you know, Mm -hmm. and then like the one about like the E, so the E, the the end of like the middle of middle and the end of end. Mm -hmm. I've been playing... Speaking of competitive, I play Wordle every day. And so, like, Wordle has really, like, made me think about, like, the structure of words and, like, how syllables and stuff like that. So, like, the middle of middle and the end of end.
0: A lot of those kinds of riddles are, like, about the word structure. Yeah. And And I I know that from listening to Hey Riddle Riddle a lot. mm, mm
1: -hmm. I mean, maybe I'm, like, oversimplifying the riddle because I do already know the answer.
0: I think the middle of middle and end of end and, and whatever the other thing is, I think that's pretty easy. Something you wouldn't want to kiss. It's like oh,
2: that could be anything. It's like yeah. you have to get the rest of it to get. That. I'm so you can cut this out, but can you explain what you mean by like you know what the middle of middle and end of end means? It's the D. It's the letter D. It, the the letter
1: D.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. Thank you. <gasps> I'm not cutting that out. Uh. <laughs> And then, yeah, the spy, I don't, I don't remember as a kid if I was like, spy, I get yeah. it or like, yeah, I was not uh, clearly um, the earth thing confused me until I'm pretty sure like this year, someone was like, well, you know, like the British pronunciation is like a non rhotic r at the end of mm. words. So it's, they're really just saying, uh, like you do, but they spell it with an R and I was like, it like, might be brain because- explosion. I'm also like a
1: commonwealth com- uh country like just cuz yeah. of Canada and like Canadian spelling is like the same as British spelling but like we're a lot including er <laughs> Um I like would feel a little bit more used to that like I remember as a Interesting. kid being, like, er like like when I read that
0: when I was a kid this is definitely the only place I saw that that mm-hmm. I, I mean you know that I
2: remember what uh, is there's an er in this riddle what are you talking about <laughs>
0: So the one where it's like uh, the 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 last clue before it's the, the creature you're unwilling to. So in between the middle of middle of the end, what's like, the next clue? Now when s- you're thinking of something to say. Now string them together yeah. and answer me this. No, before that.
2: During the search for a hard to find word.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's like uh, like when you're looking for a word you don't know what it is, uh, you'd be um, like uh, er. but
2: they're British, so they do uh. er. Oh, so that really like we wouldn't. Never know that as American children. I, I don't think the American <laughs> readers would have
0: really guessed that part. Got it. And but that's why he does it. He's like spy. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: struggles. <laughs> spy he struggles. He struggles with this riddle. Though.
0: <laughs> but I love how at the beginning he's like,
2: "Fuck! I wish I had Hermione." Hermione.
0: <laughs> well, remember the riddle
1: from the uh, philosopher, or the the philosopher slash sorcerer's stone, the, the potion riddle. I don't that's think awesome. I would be able to get that. That riddle is, like, I didn't...
0: I probably could have do done it if I had, like, a piece of paper. I also... I had, like, a, like a non-franchise Harry Potter activity book that I <laughs> was doing, like, over the summer or something. And they had um like a figure out the potion riddle like game page Ooh, and i i like got stumped and i had texted a picture and i sent it to the discord and i was like am i wrong or is there not enough information to solve oh, this yeah, puzzle and it. people were like no you're wrong you're wrong <laughs> god damn it so yeah i definitely wouldn't get it either because <laughs> that was for kids i i was trying to say children and kids so i just said kill that's for kids <laughs> speaking of killed <laughs> killed let's kill some kids <laughs>
2: Um, Oh, God. No, that's the next chapter. chapter. That's next chapter.
1: (laughs) Harry, I don't know. I like was laughing at him for these two pages, especially when like he's like spider, And then he's like, oh, spider. (laughs) And then he like walked away. And then like the quote is like amazed at his own brilliance. (laughs) And I'm like, okay,
2: buddy,
0: ride that high. (laughs) I I really wish that they had made Daniel Radcliffe act this out against no he would have done had to do it against a green screen. Or like, you know, he wouldn't have the Sphinx wouldn't have been there. I just would love to have seen him <laughs> like really try to make this happen. Too. So he gets it right. It's a spider. And so the Sphinx moves out of the way and Harry carries on. It's a clue
1: to so what, what is next.
0: What? The spider. Oh, yeah. It's a clue. Yeah. I was like, a, s- a sphinx happens next again.
1: <laughs> no, I wish. No, it's a clue, which I only put together now. I was like, oh, a spider. Yeah. And then the spider happens. Spider. And I was like, oh,
0: what? Yeah. So Harry finally sees the Triwizard Cup up a ways in front of him on the path. He can see it like glimmering in the distance. And um, then before he does anything, Cedric is in front of him racing toward it. And he's like. He's going to get there first, just like he got to Cho first, just like he does everything first. <laughs> yeah, because he's three years older than you. <laughs> but then Cedric gets attacked by a giant spider. And Harry's like, oh, Cedric, giant spy. The
2: uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um, So Harry warns him. Cedric loses his wand. The spider picks up Harry. Harry hits it with a disarming spell which makes it drop him, but it's not enough to like do anything else.
1: Bucks up his leg even more.
0: Bucks yeah. up his leg. I wrote that his leg definitely breaks underneath him, but in my book it specifically says sprained. So his leg's his only sp- But in the next chapter his leg is like yeah. like I could walk on a sprained ankle if I had well, to. Well, it's bleeding,
1: too, because of Why? something. Something mm-hmm. made it bleed. Maybe it, Oh, the
0: pincers the when it yeah. Got up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> so then the two boys stupefy the giant spider together, and it
1: Teamwork. goes down. Teamwork makes yeah. the dream work.
0: Yeah. So then they get into, like, a very silly, and, like, obviously, if you do that, you're right here, then you'd be, like, Yo, man, let's take it together. Let's make out. Harry, Harry, (laughs) Harry wouldn't have. (laughs) Harry wouldn't have said that. Harry was already losing, but like Cedric, at that point, should have been like, "Hey, man, let's take it together." But he, they need to fight about it first. Who should take the cup? Like Jesus fucking Christ, Harry, please just take it so Cedric doesn't have to. (laughs) Can you imagine?
1: Okay, wait. This is this is the time. Alternate reality time.
2: Mm.
1: Harry's like, Cedric, you take it. Cedric, and in this reality, Cedric is like, okay, he takes it. He vanishes.
0: What happens? And he never comes back. They don't know what happens to him. His body's found like months later in this weird Muggle graveyard. I guess Voldemort doesn't come back. Wait, I'm adding this to our "What If" episode, bonus episode we're doing. Okay, so okay, I will, I will backtrack. That's no, okay. This no, is okay, a what. But okay. this is a what
1: if. I just what I was if? thinking that, and I was like, hmm, hmm,
0: what if Cedric took the cup? Well, all he would definitely be like himself.
1: Or do you think Pettigrew would have still killed him? Oh, no, but this yeah. will we'll say, yeah, I mean, yeah, he was going to die anyways.
0: Because why not? Like, what else would they do with him? They're not going to be like, oh, hey, sorry, bud. um, Wrong guy. Take this <laughs> poor key back. No big deal. But, uh, congrats on winning the tournament.
2: Yeah, you
0: won. You just see Peter and Pettigrew just like
2: clapping awkwardly. <laughs> I have a, a question. So uh, at one point, he, you know, when they're like, but you helped me more. And then he's like, But you helped me more. Like take it. And then he's like, but you helped me more. And then at this point he goes, You should've got She's shimmying. Yeah. She's literally shimmying. <laughs> She's, <Yeah. laughs> you should have got more points on the second task, said Cedric mulishly. Someone tell me what the I, what in the British fuck that means. I saw that too. I saw that too. Mulishly means stubborn. I, yeah, oh, as stubborn as a donkey. As an ass. I love that. As an ass. As an ass. I'm going to use that because that's it's said, Cedric muleishly like. But if you were drinking a Moscow mule muleishly, oh Whoa.
1: wow, on a mule. What if you were on Whoa. a mule drinking a Moscow mule muleishly? <laughs> like spilling it all
0: down your front. Yeah. That's definitely not a good Adverb place to drink explosion. a explosion. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Earlier in this book, Ron said something muleishly, and I think that's a very good word for Ron. Yeah. Specific. Not really. Perfect. Not really, steady. Yeah. Mm. I mean, they they are both being. Muleish AF right yeah. now. Finally, Harry proposes they just take the cup together. Good work, Yay, guys! Yay, we did it.
1: Yay, teamwork. It, it would
0: still be a Hogwarts victory. Cedric helps Harry limp up to the cup. They grab it at the same time, and then they're whisked away. And I'm gonna read just oh, not the last line. No. He and Cedric both grasped a handle. Instantly, Harry felt a jerk somewhere behind his navel. His feet had left the ground. He could not unclench the hand holding the triwizard cup. It was pulling him onwards in a howl of wind and swirling color. Cedric at his side.
1: No, no. Mm. And they probably thought, like, where are we going? Ooh, we're going to outside of the
0: maze. I just realized that pretty much this exact same plot point is happening in the D&D campaign that I'm playing. <laughs> where We won a contest and then we got like whisked away. And the whole time we're in this like weird dungeon, we're like, is this part of the contest? <laughs> like, what are we doing?
1: Oh, poor, poor little guys.
0: Cedric. Yeah, Cedric. Cedric. I just love him so much.
2: I love He's so, I just love a good guy. He's so good. He tries so hard to be so good. And he has so much to live up to with his father having these like insane expectations, honestly, just like thrust on him. And yeah, uh,
1: and all of Hufflepuff. All All of Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff.
2: God damn it.
1: The legacy of Hufflepuff.
2: They never ever get their time in the sun.
1: Except that one time Cedric beat Harry at Quidditch.
2: Yeah. That's the only and time. that's still involved.
1: <laughs> Amos
0: Diggory. stop bringing it up. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> yeah. So, Adele, is there anything that we missed in this chapter that you want to circle back to? Or any, like, themes you want to drive home or anything like that?
1: Um,
0: Just the fact that, like, earlier
1: before we, like, started recording, really, we were talking a little bit like red herrings. And just... I gotta say, the Ludo Bagman red herring, where they're like, oh yeah, Rita Skeeter is talking about him and like Winky's talking about him. As a kid, I was fully like, this man is suspicious. Mm-hmm. This man has done something. Mm-hmm. I thought that, like, as like when I f- read it for the first time, yeah. I'm surprised yeah. he wasn't like more active in this chapter,
0: but he, I guess he just like didn't have time. Like, I don't know. He was we had to get down to business. The goblin. Credit Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sigh. 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 Yeah. We don't have time to unpack all of that. (laughs) Cool. Hell yeah. yeah. Leela, is there anything we missed in this chapter? Anything you want to underline or any themes you want to drive home?
2: No. I mean, I think just like I said, like I, um, I remember this chapter a lot and I remember this in the next chapter so well. When I think of this series, like I really, you're right. This is a real Turning point. Like I think this is really when it starts to stop being more of like a, a kid's book and really start getting very dark and serious. Yeah. And I think that it actually was a good thing for me as a reader because at that point I really was not reading anything dark. And I mean, the darkest I would go was like a rolled doll. That's for children, which is still <laughs> still very dark, but in a different yeah. way. Mm. But uh, or
0: like series of unfortunate right. events was always like very fucked up. To but me. it
2: wasn't like yeah. so bad after really getting into the dark side of Harry Potter, you know. So um, it really, it, I guess it just like it introduced. I can say it introduced me to like a new kind of reading. Yeah, yeah. I totally
0: agree with you. This book uh made me believe that I could read adult
2: like more adult mm-hmm. books when I was a kid. And that's very you need that belief when you're getting through the next one.
1: No Order of the Phoenix, slander. it's my favorite out of all of them. I, no, Sander. Well,
2: we will see you back on here for, uh, for I that. I
1: love Order of the Phoenix. I will. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait to
2: hear your perspective because it's always all I can ever rem- all I can remember about it is that it was the hardest one for me to get through.
0: It's mm-hmm. hard. It's dark. It's emo. And we're going to crush <laughs> it. Cool. Well, are you ready to move on to some plugs? Yeah. Hell yeah. I would love to start by plugging our Patreon. As we mentioned earlier in the episode, for as little as a dollar a month, you can join our Discord server, which um, is where me and Leila and Adele all hang out with our friends who are into similar interests and the other network podcasts. We also have a network book club and we also do things like movie watch alongs. Like I mentioned, we're going to do a Goblet of Fire watch along. So the Discord server is how you can access that for a quarter a week. You got it. Mm-hmm. You got it, Adele. Where can people find you on the internet? Yeah,
1: um, I'm probably most active on Twitter these days and the Discord. Uh, if yeah, if you if you see me there, lurking or occasionally <laughs> popping by, I'm there. Um, my Twitter is um, Adele underscore Marilyn, and I tweet about a lot of stuff. <laughs> I don't know
0: a lot of the Harry Potter stuff and like weird history stuff because that's what I'm studying. Awesome! And what have you been watching, reading, playing, listening to lately that you think the listeners of our podcast would enjoy?
1: Yeah, so I would like to plug um, this novella that I read recently. That like I think has probably become one of my favorite pieces of prose that I've ever written or uh, read. Ooh. Sorry,
2: <laughs> um, I was like,
1: you wrote <laughs> <laughs> wow. no, no. Um, it it's called uh, "This Is How You Lose the Time War." And it's co-written by um, Amal El-Matar and Max Gladstone. And it's pretty short. You can read it, like, pretty fast. And it's about... Well, I'm not going to say it too much about it, but uh, time travel, future, potential romance, and just beautiful, beautiful prose. Like, some of these sentences, uh, like, I, I have stuck with me since... Uh, since reading and it was kind of like one of those novels that you, or stories that you read and then you finish it and then you like reread it to like put all the pieces together now that you have like a perspective
2: on it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It was, it was beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Thank you so much for the recommendation. Lila, where can people find you on the internet?
2: Hello listeners. I have been Lila. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lils for reels. And um, you can listen to my voice on most Sunday nights on the movie night crew, which is also on our pod network. And I am going to plug a book that Christina has not actually lent me. I found this wow. one. Okay, full disclosure, I did I was with Christina shopping when I found this one. But I still <laughs> I still was my own decision. Um it's called Within These Wicked Walls. Um, by Lauren Blackwood, I believe. It's really cool. It's the protagonists are all Middle Eastern, um, like Northern African, and it's like this really cool, um, kind of like Gothic Jane Eyre like um, horror romance mystery novel, but Ooh. that takes place like in this really cool, like deserty, rough and tumble kind of lo- location, and it's Damn. it's really fun. It's not high. You know what is it? What's the difference of what's like high art for reading? It's not like Uh, literary fiction. Okay, so it's not like literary fiction. It's just like a fun literary fiction. (laughs) It's a it's a romp. It's a fun romp. Like think like a little like Bridgerton, but like not quite as sexy. Um, (laughs) It's like Bridgerton, but not as hard. It's hard to be as sexy as Bridgerton. (laughs) Yeah, Um, and it's just like fun. It's a fun new take on like magic and. Uh, Lauren Blackwood is um, a really bright, new like voice. Um, She's black and I love to support black women authors, like especially if they're good. So within these wicked walls, check it out. Yeah, and just a brief shout out to um,
0: the the place where we were shopping. Yeah, it's a brand new bookstore here in Richmond, Virginia. So if you're in the area, please check it out. It's called The Book Bar, and it is in downtown Richmond. Um, Their website says The Book Bar is a Black-owned, woman-owned bookstore that centers BIPOC authors and brands in an effort to uplift and support a culture that is often silenced. And when Lila and I went in there, it was so beautiful. It was so cool. It was, like, kind of overwhelming to pick a book because we, we both were like, we'll pick one book to support their launch, yeah. you know, and there were just like so many cool options. Yeah. So Leela, will you be bringing that book to me? So I, I will. I've
2: lent it to my work wife, Lizzie. So that's why I don't have it oh, nice. here okay. right now. But as soon as she's done, I will give it to you for sure. Hell yeah.
0: I've been your host, Christina. You know where to find me. And this week I'm fucking plugging Infinity Train, which is a cartoon on HBO Max. It's a Cartoon Network uh, cartoon. So if you have cable or whatever, you might be able to find it there. The show is recommended to me by Zach over on My Cabbage's. He and I both have a very uh, strong passion for incredibly well-executed cartoons. Obviously, he's like an illustrator. So he has, I think, more of like an artistic appreciation. But yeah, he recommended the show to me. And we watched the first couple episodes when he was in town like a month ago. And um, it is just this really cool fantasy series the episodes are only eleven minutes long. It's a, appropriate for children, but it is um, really—I mean, it's not for babies, though. You know, it deals with some really mature themes, kind of the same way that Avatar: The Last Airbender does. Mm. Um, I recommend it so much. There's four seasons, eleven-minute episodes. It's really easy to watch, but it's like quite heavy and, and so saturated in meaning as well, um, and very visually cool. So I I could not recommend Infinity Train anymore if you like cartoons as a medium so please check that out if you have access to it and if you don't come to my house and I'll watch it with you <laughs> Adele thank you so much for joining us today it was such a pleasure to get you back on the show thank you so much for having me
1: it's always such a blast to like chat and sing little ditties and look at your
0: <laughs> beautiful beautiful
1: faces and
0: yeah. yeah sorry to the listeners that they can't see our beautiful beautiful faces they are but, beautiful yes. And I'm excited that you're so excited for Order of the Phoenix because um, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous, yeah. so um, okay. I'm excited to get you back on for I it. can
1: be enthusiastic enough for, like, the whole show. <laughs> we,
0: I, we need it, so yes. I, uh, we're we're going to need friends to help us along the way. Okay, I, I love it. Perfect. <laughs> oh. And Leela, as always, thank you for being my co-pilot.
2: Anytime, sunshine.
0: All right, gang, I got to go finish reading Riddles in the Dark before this book starts thinking about how it might flip the world right upside down. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I literally recorded that joke before the great Oscars debacle. So you could say I'm a little bit of a visionary. You could say that I'm part comedy genius, part oracle if you wanted to say that, you could. The restricted section is a member of the Movie Night Crew Network, which features other amazing podcasts such as its namesake, The Movie Night Crew, which is an extra chaotic podcast featuring the gang just shooting the shit about whatever movie they just watched.
2: Alrighty. righty. It's
0: movie night. Grab your popcorn, grab your coffee. Grab your friend, grab a cat. And let's go. Who directed this?
2: What year did it come out?
0: Is that that girl from that show? Who wrote this? Where's the cat? Who would you rather bang?
2: Pass the popcorn.
0: Does this pass the Bechdel test? What about the Steve Buscemi test?
1: Does a woman literally speak in this movie? Oh my
0: god, a dog. This reminds me of in Harry Potter when- Are we recording?
2: What did the critics say? It's a guilty pleasure what's your
0: rating can you be quiet oh my god movie night crew it's just like watching movies with your friends and then arguing about it after every sunday wherever you get podcasts the restricted section was created by me christina khan based on the book series by jk Rowling. all music by ryan khan logo by michael hardison support us on patreon.com slash restricted section for as little as a dollar a month you can gain access to our discord community server which is a really happy place to be and there are other rewards as well such as bonus episodes and zoom happy hour hangouts be sure to follow us on instagram at restricted section pod on twitter at restricted pod and on facebook at restricted section pod Also, feel free to shoot us an email at restrictedsectionpod at gmail.com to share your thoughts, feelings, complaints, conspiracy theories, or even lavish praise.
2: All right, one more thing about how men have ruined things for us, and then we should start. That movie sucked. I kind of liked it.
1: Movie Night Crew Network.